world, really. Hello, it is me, Ethan, and Rohan here on episode nine of our Warriors podcast. It has been three weeks. Big news has broke. Um, it is Monday. Forgot the date. Um, but we have some big um NBA news. So bring that out. Uh, we're gonna bring that out, and then I don't think we'll get an episode out Monday today. I think it will be on Friday. But if we can't get one out uh, on Friday, then we'll, it will be next week. So that's what we have. Um, so. Let, let's tell you why we've started recording today. Um, Steve Kerr has had a sound on um, a podcast and somebody took it out of description. Um, I'll play the sound and then I will see his, uh, what he actually said. So let me share my audio. Okay. Audio shared. Um, let me start. Uh, listen to this. To coach when you're winning in a dynasty or when you're trying to build up something that could potentially be a dynasty? Which is the harder coaching job in your eyes? I think every year is different. Um, and so it's not as clear cut as that. Uh, I would tell you the, uh, the first um, four years of our run, the coaching was way more fun just because we were we were joyful and, and everything was was really simple and and uh, no agendas and then you know that last year things kind of went haywire and so even though we went to the finals uh, it was difficult I enjoyed last season when we had the worst record in the league more than I enjoyed that last season and when we went to the finals because you know we had young guys last year who were you know trying every day and working hard we had a great energy great spirit great camaraderie and losing sucked, but you know that what you want is a good vibe and a good. You you want to look forward to going to the gym every day and seeing everybody. And that last year was tough. It really was tough. The last the last year when we lost to Toronto in the finals, it, there was just a, a lot going on uh, that that you guys. Okay, so there's more to that. You guys can listen to um, Drew, uh, Logan Murdoch's podcast, The Ringer, um, Steve Kerr on why he traded Roger Bell, but. Um, we come back saying, why are we listening to the sound? Well, the reason is, is this guy named Drew Schiller, Warriors Outsider, said, uh, um, he tweeted out that Steve Kerr on Logan Murdoch's podcast, The Ringer, said this, I had much more fun um, coaching the, two, the last year's team that went 15 and 50 than the last year with Kevin Durant. Now, this was just dumb because this is not what he said. As you just heard, he said there was so much drama and all of that. Like, right, Ethan and Rowan, did you guys hear about the drama part? Yep. Because they had the drama with KD. Yeah. And so it was just that. And even though they went to the NBA Finals, he was it was stressful. Now, her um on his Monday presser said uh his. Today's, today's presser, he said this. I did a podcast with Logan Murdoch a couple of nights ago in the past, and I discussed throughout a podcast final season that had our worst file within the league. Now, I'm just saying, this is all quoted, so I'm quoting Steve. After, after we had been within the finals, had been misplaced. The referee initially was that had been simply an absolute bear for that fifth 12 months after a five-year one. Run. It was a stress degree as a result of accidents from two seasons throughout the finals with the D marks additionally reserved was harmed. He was he was dominated out of the playoffs for six weeks. We had every kind of stress. 
The entire level of dialogue was stress lasting five years in comparison with the teaching of younger individuals who did not win many video games. However, our desires to be taught. The offending, I remarked, was extra satisfying final 12 months than final 12 months. That was it. That was my remark. Drew Schiller determined to get a tweet at present that Steve Kerr stated he loved the final season extra with the Warriors and Kevin Durant final 12 months. Okay, so I need to make it very clear in the event you actually need to get the story precise. I encourage you to perk in the podcast earlier, then we take this story into an offsuit and use mine as a quote as a result. It's a farthest from the reality. A matter of, it was really an unfair trap. Taking one thing fully out of context, the place individuals are going to learn it and assume it was my quote. You guys have been very reasonable to me through the years and I've hardly had any complaints. I do know that my honest recreation for criticism, anytime we play recreation, I'm going to make unhealthy choices that you may criticize. I'm going to do plenty of issues that you may criticize and I deserve it. However, how irresponsible and hurtful it was to take that remark and skip it to the universe by placing it in a tweet and I am indignant and I do know what is going on to occur. I do not, I do know that is going to be on the morning present and individuals are going to speak about it and they're going to use what they assume is a quote that's really one thing that fully is made. I'm not comfortable. I feel that is unsuitable. Once more, I attempt to be forthright. I attempt to share everything in order that our followers know what our staff is doing. What I'm doing is we prefer to share a story. This can be a large part of selling our staff. So that is actually a topic for me in in all probability a part of fashionable media however it's unsuitable and i'm i know i'm upset about it so that was steve kerr's comment to what drew killer had to say and also kevin durant tweeted back um some other stuff i can't really say um but what do you guys think do you think that's really dumb yeah i mean why why i mean drew Schiller did drew Schiller. um did did apologize but like that that was not nice so um what do you have to say rohan i'm not gonna lie okay so i'm actually very confused on on what this topic exactly is um basically so sorry if you didn't hear but steve kerr uh, on a podcast said that he he enjoyed coaching the 15 and 50 Warriors instead of the Kevin Durant Warriors because the last year of the Kevin Durant Warriors because there was so much stress because of the DeMarcus Cousins injury and that stuff. And some guy took it out of context, tweeted out about it, Kevin Durant said some stuff, and then all the local media was talking about it. And then Steve Kerr had to reply in his uh, presser. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I wasn't too sure. Thanks for clearing that up. Um, so, I mean, and this has happened before with someone saying something and then the social media taking it the wrong way, you know, a whole bunch of drama breaks out, but like, I mean, there's not much to say, like, uh, like, what do you want me to really say here? I mean, just say that, like, I mean, that's kind of dumb, right? Like, why, people well, are just dumb like, in Britain. Like, Steve Kerr shouldn't shouldn't have to like. Um, I mean, Steve Kerr couldn't have his own opinions on on what 
and what he prefers, like, his experience is in the past with his team. But, like, the fact that it got brought into a tweet and then Kevin Durant himself said some stuff about it, like, that, it was it was kind of just a really big, unnecessary, like, dumb. Like, yeah. It's yeah. unnecessary. I mean, I mean, he has an off Monday. Does he really want to be wasting his Monday like this? Anyways, that's all that we have here. Uh, we don't have time to break down Warriors games. We are currently recording. It's pretty late at night. Um, and so we can't really go on. Um, so we'll see you in a couple days. Um, I think it will be Friday. We'll be looking at the trade deadline, what's happened, what the Warriors did, and that stuff. So see you in a couple days. Okay. So it is March 27th. Um, and... Yeah, Saturday, March 27th, I think. I forgot the date. Anyways, it's Friday. So we have some big news on the NBA trade deadline. Um, I want your thoughts, Ethan Rohan, on what we have here. So at 12.24 a.m. Eastern time, the Detroit Pistons traded guard DeLon Wright to the Sacramento Kings for guard Corey Joseph um, and two second-round draft picks. Uh, what do you think about that trade? Uh, that's crazy, but craziest trade though. Yeah, we'll go to the, yeah, we'll to the Bulls. The yes, we will talk about the Vucevic trade. But what do you think about this trade? Uh, it's a little bit crazy the amount of trades in the NBA right now. I know. I think this one was kind of dumb. The, the, yeah. The, the, they just downgraded. What do you think, Rohan? Um, just something just generally about trades is I remember like just a couple of years ago, like 20, maybe 2015, 2016, there was not a lot of trades in the NBA. It was more of like, there wasn't any building super teams. Now we see with the Los Angeles Clippers, Los Angeles Lakers, um, and a bunch of teams. Now that's that's the strategy right now, is they're just taking a bunch the of- The Brooklyn Nets. On team, and it's just a completely lopsided league. I think they need to go back to like 2015, 2016, where, you know, it was a, it, they had value. Maybe one or two like stars, and then a bunch of average players. Yeah. Well, Rohan, we still had the Warriors super team that year. That was the year that the Warriors won the NBA Finals. I mean, if you want to talk about super teams, they've been there. We had Kobe and Shaq. We had um, Michael Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman. We've had super teams all throughout the NBA, but I think. But nothing had- like this year. This year, there's just crazy teams. There's some really crazy teams out there. Um, but I think what Rohan is trying to say is there's way too many superstar trades at the trade deadline to get teams, like, super really, really, really good. And it's just way too much, right? Because Yeah, so like the Nets. Yeah, the Nets with Kyrie, the Nets with Durant, the Nets with like trading, uh, Harden. Like trading to get Harden, like, that's just... And in, Dean, what you're talking about is, like, the, um, the 90s Bulls and, you know... The 2000s, early 2000s with Shaq and uh, Kobe on the Um, If we're talking about some of the teams like like Larry Bird Celtics and 90s Bulls and stuff like that, um, those teams were not all, all traded. And within the first year, they just kind of like like bulldozing their way through the league. It was more of they practiced together. They built a relationship and chemistry with each other. And they slowly got um, to the point that they got to. And it wasn't... It, they really had that connection and experience with each other. So that I think that's the main difference. 
Well, the thing with super teams is not all of them make a big, a big impact. Like we had Do- Lob City. Remember Chris Paul, Blake yeah. Griffin. Remember those, uh, those Clippers. And then we also had the Bad Boy Pistons. Uh, we had the Bad Boy Pistons. We had. And then the can Steve I just Nash say one thing? Sons. We also had the Steve Nashled Suns. I mean, so we've yeah. had we we've had super super teams that just haven't made big impacts, but. Rohan, I don't understand what you're trying to say because I just, I just don't understand it. Yeah, but then like 2012-2013 Nets, they had, some, they had four decent players. They had Joe Johnson, Deron Williams, Gerald Wallace, and Brooke Lopez. I mean, yeah, you have these um, mediocre teams, but I just don't understand what you're trying to get at, Rohan. Just talking about the topic. I mean, we're talking about NBA trades. So. Yeah, yeah. He's not trying to like point out like just random super teams. He, we're just going about the topic here. Oh, so you're saying that uh, this is what you're trying to say. This is what I've understood. You're trying to say that more teams are trying to trade for superstars at the deadline than there used to be. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then another trade deadline, Ted deadline like this happened in 2007 and 2008 the celtics uh they landed kevin garnett and ray allen well also they had an unhappy kevin garnett with the timberwolves and you also had ray allen who was unhappy too so both of the players wanted to go to the celtics so that was those are the trades that just happened because they need to happen yeah um but let's move on at 10 32 a.m eastern time the denver nuggets acquired Hey, former warrior JaVale McGee from the Cavalier for Isaiah Hardenstein and a 2023 protected second round pick through through number 46 and an unprotected 2027 yeah. second round pick. I don't think this is going to help the Nuggets. I think this And is then who remembers the 2012 to 2013 Lakers? Dwight Howard, Kobe Bryant, Steve Nash, Meta World Peace, and Pau Gasol. Wait, Steve Nash was on the Lakers? Yeah. At one point, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. That that's a super team. But well, let's get back to the topic here. What about the Nuggets getting Javale McGee? That that's that's not a great trade for the Nuggets. Yeah, I don't think you're giving two second round, two second round picks and a player for one player who's not even yeah. that good anymore. Like you think about earlier years, how trading was so much easier. Like the he had LeBron Wade and Chris Bosh at one point. And, and now, you, and yeah, and now you have McGee going to the Nuggets. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know if this was the move. They could have tried to bargain maybe someone a little bit better. Like Javale McGee's a very like I feel like random and pointless trade. I mean, Javale McGee can contribute to their team in a, a bit of ways. But the Nuggets, if we're talking about the Nuggets, they already have Jokic. Um. What's yeah. Jokic is easily the best center in the game right now, arguably. No, I I have to disagree. What about Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid, I mean, it's 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 a it's a toss up. It's a toss up between Embiid and Jokic. I mean, and then as the the season race, that's the MVP race this season. I mean, yeah, and then as the season progresses, Towns is going to get back on his feet more. He's going to just become better and better. So I mean, they were very stacked center class this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now the big news. You are hinting at it, Ethan. We have to do it. 
at 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time. The Orlando Magic traded all-star center Nikola Vucevic and Al-Farak Aminu to the Chicago Bulls for Otto Porter Jr., Wender Carter Jr., and two first-round picks. Sources tell ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski the huge addition for Chicago. Yeah, this is that, a- that's insane. Uh, do you think the Do you think the Magic are kind of tank? Yeah, and trying to rebuild. Yeah, definitely. But the Bulls, they are looking pretty nice. You have Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic. I don't think yep. that's too bad of a team. Yeah, and um, in terms of the, the magic right now, I don't think this was the best move because uh, now, yeah, you gave the Bulls a pretty good team who's in their conference. Um, you gave up one of your all-stars in Nicole Vucevic. I don't know how to pronounce his last name correctly, but... Um, Vucevic, yeah. Yeah, Vucevic. I don't get why they did this because um, just crazy. Yeah, crazy trades, I'm telling you. Two first-round picks that they could have gotten some um, okay players off of that. No, the and- Chicago Bulls gave two first-round picks. Yeah, so, two first-round so, picks and three players. But well, still, I don't think that's a fair trade for the Magic. That That's a terrible trade. Well, the, uh, I think the Orlando Magic, at this trade deadline, they, are, they have stripped their team completely. Um. And, yeah, but then again, two first round picks. I mean, that I you. But if you see, they're trying to get rid of their older players and the stars that they. The problem with this season is it was off to a great start until bam, the whole team got injured. They're banged up. They can't do anything. Yeah. And now the Magic then, just have to tank because after that injury, Aaron Gordon wanted out. Vucevic uh, was fine. Evan Fournier wanted out. I mean, the whole team kind of wanted out. Yeah, but then listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. With two first-round picks, with all the new college prospects coming up, that that might benefit the Magic. It, it might. It very much might. I mean, Jalen Suggs, he he's good. Nice. Gonzaga's going through the tournament. The yeah. Gonzaga's, I mean, it's crazy. Um, But we have another Magic trade. Ding, ding. Uh, the Boston Celtics are fi- at 11.28 a.m. Eastern time. The Boston Celtics are finalizing a deal to acquire Orlando Magic guard Evan Fournier for two second-round picks. Um, That's ridiculous. That is such a bad trade. Yeah, now they have, they have two first-round two first round, and two second-rounds just for trading two of their best players, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, eh, uh, Fournier has been having a great season, in yeah, my opinion. The Magic are stripping. Like, they're stripping their team. They're making a new team. Yeah, but in my opinion, Fournier ha- has had a great season. He's had one of the best seasons of his career. Yeah, Fournier. And Vucevic having an amazing year. Uh, Rohan, you have anything to say? Um, Besides, this was a bad trade? Yeah, this, for the, I mean, for the Magic, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Boston Celtics got a really nice player. Um, yeah. We have another Magic trade. Three straight Magic trades at 12.24 p.m. Eastern time. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Finally using a deal that was sent Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark to Denver. Wow. Oh, yeah, they're definitely stripping their team. We can see that. 
Yeah, definitely. They definitely are. There's no question about that, though. The Bulls are also trying to make a super team. I mean, yeah. at 12.27 p.m. Eastern time, the Chicago Bulls send Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchinson to the Washington Wizards for Troy Brown and Mo Wagner. Um, that is nothing. That is yeah. nothing. <laughs> it's a bad trade. Uh, we don't have anything to say about that. And Rohan, you have anything to say about the um, Aaron Gordon trade or no? Um, no, I'm good. Yeah. What about uh, what about the Chicago's Bulls? This uh, for more Bo Wagner and Troy Brown. Uh, it's just bad players for bad players, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean Aaron Gordon. Like the only thing he can do is dunk, really. But the Sacramento Kings. This is a surprising trade. Uh, finalizing at twelve forty. PM Eastern, the Sacramento Kings finalized a deal to send Nemanja Bielitsa to the Miami Heat. So, and Mo Harkless and Chris Silva is going to Sacramento. That's interesting. Miami. I mean that. Yeah, that that that's weird. The NBA is weird this year for sure. Super weird. Um, we have a three-team trade at twelve forty-six PM Eastern time. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers are acquiring Oklahoma City Thunder guard George Hill and New York Knicks forward Ignas Rezidikis. I have no idea how to do it. In a three-team trade, sources tell ESPN Adrian Wojnarowski, the Thunder get Austin Rivers, Tony Bradley, and a 2025-2026 future second-round picks from the 76ers, and the Knicks get Terrence Ferguson and Vincent Poirier. The Knicks plan to wave Poirier. Um, no, no, not, not a good trade for either team. No. Nope. Oh, none of the three nope. teams would have been just better, like sticking, sticking to your current teams. Yeah. What, what do you think? What do you think, Rohan? Hey, Rohan. Yeah. Sorry, I had to. The mom was all right. Um, sorry about that. Can you see the trade again, real quick? What? The Philadelphia 76ers are acquiring OKC guard uh, George Hill and New York Knicks forward Ignas Brazidikis in a three-team trade. Sources tell ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. The Thunder get Austin Rivers, Tony Bradley, and two in a 2025 and 2026 future second-round picks from the 76ers, and the Knicks get Terrence Ferguson and Vincent Poirier, the Knicks plan to win Poirier. Um, I don't think this is a good team. Good no. trade. No, nope, terrible trade. Terrible trade, seriously. Okay, so for Oklahoma, can I just say something real quick? How many times has Oklahoma traded a player or something for a, a pick, for a draft pick from, like, what, like five years? Too many times. Too oh, many can times. Can I tell you something really funny? Russell Westbrook. Um, after getting – okay, this is this is later. We have another trade after this. But after getting two second-round picks in the deal with the Knicks, the Oklahoma City have projected 34 picks over the next seven drafts. 17 in each the first and second round. Yeah. 34 that, that's insane, though. Seven drafts. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's just, I can't believe that, like. Like, they're all about the future, but I mean, seriously, what is that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. What do you have to say about that, Rohan? The seven, seven what? Okay, they have 34 picks over the next seven drafts. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's just nuts, dude. That's, That's not nuts. right. Wait, what? I yeah. That's even possible. Yeah. 17 in each the first and second round. 
future right now? Uh, future team, definitely. It's like, I don't even know. That's that's interesting. Okay. Um, Trailblazers have an interesting trade, um, if I may go on. 12.47 p.m. Eastern time, the Toronto Raptors made their first major moves of the day, sending um, guard Norman Powell to the Portland Trailblazers in exchange for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Sneaky deal for the Trailblazers. Sneaky good deal. Yeah. Like, along with Dame McCollum, that's a sneaky good deal. What do you have to say, Rohan? Wait, so they traded McCollum? Wait, what? No, they traded Norman Powell. The Raptors traded Norman Powell to the Blazers in exchange for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Um, that's ridiculous. Do it again with all the ridiculous trades. Seriously. Yeah. What? Okay, so that that all the teams in the NBA are just giving up everything for certain, like not everything, but they're giving up like ridiculous, like unnecessary players and stuff. For, well, Norman. Powell next thing you know, the Warriors are going to be trading Curry for a fourth round pick. Seriously. That yeah, that's the rate that the NBA is going right now. Exactly. Um. Oh, and you want to you want to know something funny? The Pelicans and the Thunder are sorting out other teams' franchise, other teams' franchises' futures. Yeah, they are. Uh, completely. Um, but can I tell you what? Can I tell you why the Raptors have done this? Kyle Lowry wants out, and so does uh, Norman Powell. So to be honest, it's a bad trade, but I mean they just had to get rid of one of them. Yeah. Um. 2.07 p.m. Eastern time, the Utah Jazz are acquiring guard Matt Thomas from the Toronto Raptors for a future second round pick. Bad trade. Bad trade. I didn't even know who the Thomas guy is, but bad. Bad trade. <laughs> um, oh, this is also really good for the Clippers. The Atlanta Hawks are finalizing a deal at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. The Hawks finalizing a deal to send Rajon Rondo to the L.A. Clippers for Lou Williams and two for future second round picks. Okay. What is this? What is this? You are giving up Lou Williams, a, like who you can start if you wanted to. He's a, a what like three times six man of the year, a huge contribute contributor to the LA Clippers that they literally can't replace with anyone. Like no no first round picks, no nothing. Like Lou Williams is a one of a kind player for for yeah, dude, sixth man of the year for a couple of years the end of his career and has a dumb trade like why are the clippers even doing this like why please tell me why i don't know the nba is just stupid yeah well at least ronda's back in la that's so fun so it's actually official like they're gonna do it or just a rumor no it's been done what it was done yesterday dude what has what has life become? Good okay. question. Very good question. Seriously. 3 p.m. Eastern time. The Toronto Raptors sent Terrence Davis to the Sacramento Kings for a future second round pick. Okay, are the Toronto Raptors stripping their whole team of all their good players or what? Like, what are they doing? Please tell me. I have no idea. Okay. Well, big news. Victor Oladipo is going to the Miami Heat for Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk and 2020 
do Bertrand swap rights and what? Dude, no way. What? Dude, Victor Oladipo. I'm sorry for screaming, but what? I mean, okay, here's the thing. He's been trading twice this season. So the Heat actually can do really good. They have Jimmy Butler who can play shooting guard or small forward. Um, you could actually put Jimmy Butler at power forward if you needed to. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler is just an all-around great player in any position that you put him in, like power forward, anything, right? Victor Oladipo can play. Um, is Gordon uh, Dragic, Dragic a starter? Yeah, he is. He's a player. Yeah, he plays a uh, point guard, I think, or shooting guard. I mean, Victor Oladipo can play, can play shooting guard. Um, this is a really good trade for the Heat. Actually, really good. Like Victor Oladipo has a super, a super. What am I saying? A super bright future. Um. Um. And like, I mean, for the Pacers, like they just lost a lot. Okay. Well, big Warriors news. Three seventeen p.m. Eastern. The Golden State Warriors are trading center Marquise Chris along with cash in a three-team deal to the San Antonio Spurs. It's the worst tells. Adrian Wojnarowski. The Royals will also send for Bully Ball Brad, Brad Wanamaker to the Charlotte Hornets in exchange for Caddy Lalani and cash considerations. Yes! No! Brad Wanamaker was actually pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. No! What do you mean he was decent? He screwed up a bunch of games. Wanamaker. He wanted to make it, but he couldn't. (laughs) He was a Wanamaker. Exactly. Okay. Um, the Boston Celtics sent it. Uh, made a deal to send Daniel Tice to the Chicago Bulls for more for Mo Wagner. No way. Uh, that's a pretty good trade. Okay. JJ Redick is on the move again. Pelicans are sending JJ Redick and Nicolo Melli to the Mavericks exchange for James Johnson and Wes Iwindu, and it's 2021 second round pick. Um, that's really bad for the Mavericks. Like, I'm not going to lie. Why do you think so? Nico Mel- Nicolo Melli is bad. I mean, the only good side is J.J. Redick, but J.J. Redick's not yeah, going to get the, Yeah, points. I agree. The only good side in that trade is J.J. Redick. Seriously. Could yeah. be, he's coming off the bench. He could be a really good uh, uh, role player for the Mavericks if they ever need a three-point shooter. I mean, J.J. Redick. Yeah. And, I mean, they already have Luka Doncic um, and Christoph Porzingis. Yeah. So, I mean, there's okay. that. So yeah. there's- I mean, Christoph Porzingis is gone. I'll tell you that. Pretty much an extra score. So, I guess it's pretty good. Porzingis is gone next season, I'll tell you, on the Mavericks. Yeah, I'm better than that, next yeah. season. Where do you uh, uh, Marcus Aldridge um, completed a buyout with the Spurs, so he's not on the Spurs anymore. I don't think that was a good deal, but whatever. Um, and then the Sacramento Kings, um, they waived a forward, Jabari Parker and the Fondue Pabalenji ring. Um, and then, yeah, that's it. Um, and then yeah. the free agent Aldridge signed with the Brooklyn Nets and Al Horford is no is not going to play with, um, is not going to play the rest of the season. What happened to him? Okay. Well, that's bad. Al Horford was a good player. Okay. Well, that's all we have for right now. Um, we can't get the games in, so we'll see you.
um, in a week. It'll be two seconds for you, but it'll be a week for us. So see you in a week, and then we'll break down the Warriors games. Okay, um, we're back. It's Friday, uh, April 4th. So yesterday was April Fool's. Um, but we had fun, uh, pranks and all. But yeah, but we have to, um, we have to break down all of the Warriors games. Uh, it's a long time. So this is going to be a very long episode. So hope you guys enjoy. Um, and yeah, um, the Jazz and the Warriors. Um, so if you guys have, if you guys can open your Warriors and Jazz scores, the Warriors won the game. Nobody yeah. saw this coming. Did anybody see this coming? Never saw like, it. Nobody, and it's not like it's not like the Warriors won by two. They won by twelve. I mean, yeah. And I mean, Jordan Carson had a good game. Conley had a good game. Mitchell had a good game. Gobert had twenty-eight rebounds and twenty-four points. So I mean, the Jazz did have players with who had great games. Wiggins almost dropped thirty. Draymond Green had a triple double. Uh, and uh, Curry had 32. Wiseman had 16. Poole popping off. Um, yeah, Poole has gotten better. Like, Uber seriously. Was only, yeah, Uber was the only not contributor. So, uh, what do you have to say, Rohan, on this game? We're looking at March 14th? Um, I, yeah, March 14th. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm, like, I'm like really surprised that the Warriors won this um, against the Jets, who are doing really good right now. But, like, the Jazz did have good scores. Um, I mean, Andrew Wiggins showed up. Draymond Green had a triple-double. Um, yeah. I, this game, I think. Um, yeah. My dad. yeah. Let me go through some of the stats here. Did um, you ever think the Warriors would go 50 of 89, shoot 56%, and the Jazz would go 41 of 93 and shoot 44% overall, and then the Jazz would shoot 15 of 44 from three-point? Range and the Warriors would shoot 16 of 31 from three point range, and the Warriors would shoot 15 of 18 from free throw, and and the Jazz would shoot 22 of 29 from free throw. Yeah. I mean, did you ever see that coming? Nope. Like in winning the game, and then on top of that, the Warriors got out rebounded, total rebounds and offensive. They out assisted the other team. They got out blocked. They had more steals, less turnovers. More points in the paint. But did you see this coming? The Warriors committing 26 fouls while the Jazz commit 16 and they still win the game. Nope. Not. I mean, that, nope. this is a complete, complete surprise. Yeah, for everybody. I, I, I think everybody saw otherwise. Do you have any comments, Rohan? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, Lakers, Warriors, nothing to say except the Lakers are just way better than the Warriors. And... Um, this is what you get when you um, play against LeBron James. Yeah, okay, nothing much to say there. Um, okay, Rockets and Warriors. Uh, uh, before we before we say that game, I just want to say um, LeBron James is out with the ankle sprain four to six weeks, so. Uh, hmm. The Lakers are not such a good team anymore. Um, yeah, Rockets, Warriors, bad thing. Uh, even though the Warriors won, bad game for the Warriors. Curry yeah. hurt his tailbone. He went out yeah. for a couple of games. Um, I bet he's coming back, though. I bet he's coming back. Raymond Green was there. No, he already came back. He came back Monday, dude. Today's April the 2nd. I don't know. Anyways, Christian, this is also the game when Christian Wood was back, so. Yeah. That's not... Oh, wait, I thought we were doing a podcast on a different date. No, today's April 2nd. 
<laughs> yeah. What date did you think it was? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't goals. think it was a different date because you know how sometimes we do like a podcast at a different time. Oh, yeah, you thought we were filming on a different day. Yeah. But yeah, Curry's back, doing good. Yeah. Well, he's back in a couple games. Yeah. Um, so the Warriors, did anybody see the Warriors beating the Grizzlies without Curry? Yep. Insane. Yeah, that's an insane game. Um, and this is the game when Andrew Wiggins went crazy and dropped 40 points. Bro, pooped on their head. He pooped on their head big time. Big time pooper. Okay. Um, and then uh, they lost to the Grizzlies the second time. No surprise there. Yeah. Not, I mean, I expected them to win since they beat them the first time, but. I didn't expect them to win. And that was the start of a four-game losing streak for the Warriors. So they lost to the 76ers by 10 uh, without Curry. I mean, 76ers by 10 without Joel Embiid. That's not bad. Like, without Curry. And then they got demolished by, not by the Sacramento Kings, but by De'Aaron Fox. Like, please tell me this wasn't enough. De'Aaron Fox had 44. Please, it was De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. Like, please tell me. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, the Kings game? Oh, uh, that was terrible. I'm just trying to look at uh, some more strange headlines. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, tell me if you have any more, because I think all of this stuff already happened, because trade deadline was last week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we all forget the date sometimes. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, the Hawks, the Warriors lost to the Hawks. No surprise there. But is there any surprise? Uh, uh, no. The only surprise is Trey Young was not the high score. John Collins dropped 40. Oh, almost yeah. had 40, sorry. That's the big surprise there. We don't even yeah. need to look at the stats of these the games where, where it don't even have Curry. Like, we literally don't. Uh-uh. Curry comes back Monday of this week. And the Warriors beat the Bulls by 14. And guess what? Nikola Vucevic was actually on this team. And Nikola and Nikola Vucevic had the most points. I just have a yeah. question, Ethan. How does this make sense? And please tell me if I'm wrong. How does Nikola? How does Patrick Williams play more minutes than uh, Thaddeus Young, Nikola Vucevic, Zach Levine, and Tomas Sadoransky? How does I don't that know. make any sense? It's ridiculous, but I have no idea. Do you have anything to say, Rohan? No, I just realized I was on mute and I muted myself because there was a truck outside. But um, I was talking that whole time and never mind. Okay, so um, so uh, you're talking about Patrick. So, the Warriors Bulls. Yeah. So you're saying how Patrick Williams played more than? Yeah. <laughs> More than the rest of the starting lineup, and he's not even the best player. I, I yeah, I have never heard of Patrick Williams. Never, <laughs> neither have I. Is he a relative of Lou Williams? That would make sense. Probably not. Williams. Do you get, okay. Speaking of bad trades, can I just say one thing? 
Probably one of the worst trades in NBA history. Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas. Worst trade ever. 20, say, 2018. Yeah. One of the worst trades ever. Celtics? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Um, Curry dropped 30. Um, Wiseman, Wiggins had 21. Uh, uh, Draymond had highlight reel plays. Um, I was listening to it on the radio, and Kate Scott was, um, I'm, I can't say it, but he, she said, Draymond from the logo. Yeah, that was a historic day. That was a historic day because a bunch of women were doing the broadcast on the radio. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, Warriors got worse than the Bulls, and they won the game. I think the, the, the only reason the Warriors won is because they made 16 threes, and... The Bulls made six. Like, that nah, nah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so that's that game. And then we have the Warriors Heat. Um, the Warriors got destroyed by Victor Oladipo and the Heat. Yeah, Victor that's Oladipo. a rip. I thought he was way more. Yeah. Okay, then I'm um, sorry. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Trevor Ariza, Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and Andre Iguodala destroyed the Warriors. Yeah. And Curry dropped 36. Wiggins had 23. And Draymond had 16. You cannot win a game, but Draymond has 16 points, and I don't know if you're even a good team. Yeah. But I'm just going to be honest. Mm. I, I think the only reason the Warriors lost is because they got out assisted. I mean, that's, that's why they lost. You know, no, the, the Warriors were garbage the whole game. Is that for Draymond 16 this season is like a lot of points. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like 16 is like his season high. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, well, there will be no podcast next week. Um, But there's a Warriors-Raptors game, 4 o'clock today. Warriors are going to destroy the Raptors. I don't even need to say anything about the game. Warriors going to beat the Raptors? The Warriors are going to beat the Raptors, 123 to 117. 123 to 107. 123 to 107. Okay, let me write that down because I'm going to – we're going to see if you're right on the next episode. I'm telling you. But, yeah, all right. Okay, so what what what, what was the score, 123 to 107? All right, my guess? 123, 123. Wait, so – it was 107 to 123. Warriors. Warriors. My guess is 123 to 112. All right. Um, okay, let me do your prediction. If I'm red, what am I get? How do you get nothing? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, wait. Um, let me just type. Okay, I just typed that all in. Uh, what about the Warriors-Hawks rematch? The Warriors what we made? The Warriors and the Hawks. Hawks. Um I think they were gonna win this time because they have Curry. Yeah. Hey, what happened to Trey? What happened to who? Trey Young. Not doing great this season. He's doing that good. Remember coming into I don't know if it was last season, probably last season. But I mean coming into the season, wasn't it like oh Trey Young's improved so much, you put on so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what about Bucks Warriors? They're Buc- the Warriors are gonna lose. 
What about Warriors Wizards? They played Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. That's oh, that, that's a good matchup. That's a very good matchup. Bradley Beal and Draymond. Yeah, Brad. No, it, Russell Westbrook and Draymond, dude. I mean, remember when Bradley Beal, uh, what's it called? Just completely just attacked Draymond with all. Oh of yeah, the ripping. Bro, things. yeah. Oh my God, that was crazy. That was crazy. I was. Uh, I wasn't watching the game that night because um, I was busy. And um, so what happened is um, Ethan texted me, and uh, I, I went on to my phone, and I w- and I uh, watched. The- I was watching the game on my phone, and I rewinded it a bit, and I'm like, "Holy!" And the funny thing that was, uh, this is one of the stories, and it was like, it was not that late at night, but it was like six in the. Uh, it was like six. Yeah. No, it was, it was wait, it was like nine, dude. When nine, even. Yeah, it was like later. Um, and then when it happened, right? My sister, my sister was upstairs uh, sleeping because she went to bed early. And then I was just yelling at Bradley Beal through the screen as if he would have heard me and stopped. And I was like, no, and I was just screaming at the top of my lungs, and my parents were like, just like shushing me. <laughs> Dude, I remember getting so mad at Bradley Beal back then when he was terrible and just sucked. No, he and John Wall, remember he and John Wall used to terrorize the Warriors? Yeah, that was terrible. Draymond couldn't do anything, and he got he got thrown out of the game. And like he was just trying to defend himself. Like, he was on the ground pinned by someone. He, ripping. he also, he said some things. Yeah, but he, saying is saying is at least better than doing, dude. He, he said the F bomb a couple times. At least he didn't punch Bradley Beal's lights out and rip his. Well, jersey. Bradley Beal and Draymond both got ejected out of that game. Yeah. Dude, Anyways, the amount of times Draymond has been ejected in his career—it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Warriors Rockets. Some Warriors are gonna win. Yeah. I hope Curry doesn't hurt his tailbone again. That'd be. That'd be ironic if he hurts it again. It'd just be ironic. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. Ironic. Okay, what about the Warriors and the Nuggets? Warriors who are going to lose again. Okay, what do you think about the Warriors and the uh, Nuggets? Remember we were on a call last time? Yeah. Okay, what do you think about that game? Uh, I don't even know how to explain that game, bro. But anyway, this game, do you think the Warriors are going to beat the Nuggets? I think it's a no, because they have Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Dude, Aaron Gordon in a Nuggets uniform? I cannot imagine that, seriously. Exactly. Uh, he played well, that's also him. like saying I can't imagine Curry in a Lakers uniform, but... Yeah, you know... There's just some players on some teams that you never expect to get traded. I'm not exactly. Really I never expected LeBron to leave the Cavaliers. Yeah. If he didn't, the Lakers would be doo-doo. Yeah. He would have won the finales. The time he got traded, it was so weird for me because when like all the time that I've watched LeBron is when like the word He's been in a red Cavaliers jersey. Knew LeBron, like I knew he played in Miami for a little bit, but LeBron was on the Cavaliers for me. And then I remember one time he got traded and I was like Right, and then yeah. oh, he's trying to replace Kobe, and I don't know why I was. I was mad. I was just mad. Like I was mad because I felt like 
was a magazine in like a Lakers jersey, and I was like, that looks so weird. I know, dude. Okay, and can can we just acknowledge this? The Heat City jerseys this year are so dope. Oh, yeah, they're pretty dope. Seriously, half blue, half pink, two favorite colors, dude. Yeah, though, though they put the one they wore when they played the Warriors the first time, those were fire. Those were um, awesome. Okay, so then we have the Warriors and the Thunder. Warriors are going to win. But the Thunder are depleted, and Al Horford is out of this. Then again, we did think the Warriors were going to beat the Hornets on a FaceTime, and then they lost because the rest lost their minds. Yeah. But hey, it's it all good. Life. Um. And then we have the war, and then we have the Warriors Cavs. Warriors are going to be the Cavs. And then, just for the culture, we'll talk about the Warriors Celtics. Warriors Celtics rematch. Really hard. Ow. This is going to be an interesting game. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> no one cares. Okay. Um, that's it. Um, Rohan has been yeah, spamming I mean... me, spamming me. Um, <laughs> in this. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to our ninth episode of the NBA slash Warriors podcast. Um, yeah, and as always, sports don't build character. They reveal, they reveal them. Bye. Bye. Uh, warning, this episode is three days, um, so it was a three-day recording, so thanks for listening. Bye.